This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted pilates to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive up to a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now and visit winnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to a $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in the Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win a million dollars. And, of course, don't forget to download our app, SGPN, at the App Store or Google Play Store today. All right, DJs, welcome back. We got both of us here tonight. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, for the WGC, DFS Picks, and Bets Podcast. Steve, how you doing, baby? I don't think anyone really cares about how I'm doing. I think we, we need a, a little proof of life and a check in on you, sir. Yeah, man, I was good. I, I was, uh, I was, I was. I think I was. I was definitely talking on Slack when I was hammered one night. I was like showing my 23 and me, fucking Irish pride, fucking. Yeah, man, it was good, man. We went down to St. Augustine, uh, ate and drank my way around there on Saturday, and then uh, ate and drank my way back home uh, on Sunday. And uh, yesterday, worked about a half a day, and then went out and I don't know, I had probably like. Four frozen giant frozen margaritas, and then came home and uh, kept uh, kept hanging out with the gin and tonics with uh, with the wife. So uh, that's why today I was like, "Are we doing the show today or Tuesday?" And he said, "It's fucking it is Tuesday." Fucking mom. yeah. <laughs> that, that's not how you know you've been drinking for the past four days when you just lose track of what day it is. Yeah, it was. I even went to work yesterday for a half a day. So like, I, I just completely blanked on that. So yeah, man, it was a good birthday weekend, man. You know, like I said, turning uh getting older uh i'm not as old as you say yeah but i'm getting closer to 40 men getting closer starting to feel it too just complaining to you off here about how my back hurts from uh ripping up some carpet today so <laughs> yep turn into every dad right yeah exactly <laughs> yep. so i guess considering you've been basically drinking your way through last like five days so what do you remember about the olympics like it, did, did you enjoy it did you no how, man how did you do, like betting and everything so betting i i i, I I don't know. I think I ended up down just a little bit because I made that stupid fucking Hideki bet. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Well, that's fine. I was hammered. I was making it whether you said it or not. The, yeah, um, that's like blaming <laughs> your heroin dealer when, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, so I, I think I tweeted it out on what is that? It's not Wednesday, right? Wednesday night. Um, and man, my wife went to bed early. I had like, one kid was at work. The rest of them were at, like sleepovers. It was dead silent in my house. It was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock having a gin and tonic dead quiet. And I was bored, man. Like I just was like, I did that. I was, I don't know. I think they need to change up the format or something like, I don't know. It is what it is. Good for Nagel's boy hit. Um, whatever. Well, good for your other boy too. Yeah, I know, but like, I mean, for his mental health, uh, not for his, not for his wallet. Well, <laughs> I mean that, he d- wasn't very thrilled before a tournament with the prospect of Xander winning and then hearing a bunch of crap about how Xander can't win a full field event. Of course, he won a 60-man field, but you yeah. know what? Listen, I mean, to be the reason fair, why Xander he won... Beat, he only beat like 10 guys. That's fine. All right. Wait, you're going to call this a fake win too like Cantlay? 
No, was it because John Rom wasn't there? I, I, did I did I text him something like that? I don't I think know. He texted, I think he texted me that. Okay, the, we're making the, this public so he can hear that. Yeah, yeah. John Rom wasn't there, so it doesn't count. Xander can't win if Rom's in the in the field. The, <laughs> I, I I was on Xander for a couple of weeks. I, I know I, you were. Got off the golf course. I saw as soon as I saw it was a Fozzie, and I tried it up. Like this looks like a Xander course, and yeah, he won. So kudos to me. So um, anything else? Or take us for the So you said it was boring. I think. I, th- I think it's a combination of two things. One, the golf course stunk. Yeah. Um, it was really boring. Did. It was soft. Yep. Not the a lot. Announcers were terrible. They really were. I mean, so that, was bland. The, that was the D squad oh, for, the, uh, oh. for the overnight uh, golf channel uh, crew. And then, yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I mean, the, I did. It did get some juice at the end just because it was a really packed leaderboard. Um, how about Rory Sabatini's wife on the bag just cheering after he drained the putt on 18? That <laughs> was know, pretty. That cool. was awesome. That I was cool. that. That was cool. That was cool. I'm like, yeah, like whatever. Like, so the problem is, is I was passed out um, for for the end of that round. Like, I was done. Like, I was cashed. Like, it was it. So I had, I woke up to the news. Um, yeah, but see, the, see, all the weather see, delays. I, yeah, see, I DVR'd the final round, so I woke up about 4 a.m. and I just kind of zoomed through it. So I that that was I think the best way to do. It. I just turn off my phone so no drunk text from you or anything like that. <laughs> and I just zoomed through the final round and then I saw Xander. And then we had our uh, answer to our question, what happens if there, there's a tie for bronze? And well, yeah. there was a seven-way tie. That was the best. That was insane. That was crazy. <laughs> it was stupid crazy, but that was great. So yeah. I, I, but I think you're right. I think this thing needs some sort of team component. It pr- I, I'm still saying it should go to match play. I know they won't do it because stroke play basically crowns the best player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they got to figure something out with team play. It's you know, and I, I think though the response of the players and just overall with the fans coming out of it was there was a lot of negativity about this thing. I think there's a lot of positivity now. Like Rory changes is, yeah. tune about it. Uh, I think JT changes tune, and then the next Olympics is in 2024 in France. That's a little easier to get to if it's after the Open. Guys can stay over there and then go to yeah. France. I think we're going to get a little better field um, at that event going forward. Plus, with the schedule changes, which is a nice transition to that. Yeah, it's not as jam packed like where you got a WGC right after the the Olympics that you know guys got to worry about how they've structured the schedule now. At least going forward, is after the Olympics, it's kind of a slew of tournaments that basically are for like the guys who are trying to keep their card. It's right. a little bit of a breather for the top players. So I think it's going to help attract guys going to this thing. Uh, you know, the better players in the future. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think so too. Uh, <laughs> that's why I texted you that this morning and you're like, I don't want to click on the link. <laughs> no, cause you said I'd be mad about the playoffs. Well, actually, yeah, just because I know you, you're not a, Huge fan of uh, this golf course, so. Oh, and, and I, I did a twenty-five minute podcast. Actually, I did seventy-five minutes I, last I, night, I, and I, I did the same twenty-five minutes three times over for uh, the, <laughs> the curtain. I had yeah. a couple of technical issues, but I uh, got it out. Um, yeah, got it out, man. Sounded yeah, good, so, man. So, just I guess this is an epilogue because I, I went on about how FedEx is basically just budged their way past everybody and kind of paid off the PGA Tour in order to basically get their big event in the spotlight. Well, now they have a permanent spot in their own playoffs. Yep. So congratulations, FedEx. You're just jamming it right down our throat. <laughs> and we had to see TBC Southwind as the opening round of the playoffs <sighs> every year going forward. And actually, I, I, I posted the article on Reddit and somebody asked, like, is this just temporary? Because there's supposed to be that New York City Boston swing. Yeah, the the, there's no way 
they the FedEx said, okay, we'll give up a every year WGC spot with like a rotating playoff spot. That that thing is going to be a fixture of the playoffs going forward, which kind of sucks. What do you think? Maybe they'll do something with the golf course. I mean, I like how there's water all over it, but I mean, you're from Florida. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Like I like I I was thinking about watching that no laying up uh, that with that guy. Uh, journey to break a hundred or whatever his name is Hank, and uh, I don't know why I watch it. It's just it's fascinating to me. Like it really is. It's just entertainment. And uh, but they played on this like wide open golf course up in like Long Island or whatever. Or and I was like, where are these golf? There's no trouble anywhere. There's no courses like that around me. Zero. Like if it's not fucking water, it's woods. And like it's why this place was like playing on a cow pasture. It was fucking well crazy. because all the trouble is around the green. That's the oh. challenge of it. Oh my god! Like I want to play there. Like, give me yeah, a you Why don't you move up to New York and you get taxed to death like I am? Yeah, no, thank you, sir. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we move on to this event, the WGC? So you listened to me talk for about 25 minutes last night about my mm. general strategies and everything. And um, I mean, nothing. I, I guess the only thing I want to add is uh, Data Golf came out with something uh, today about the penalty of actually missing fairways. And in that data, they took the Shotlink data from 2019. And um, we talked about how driving accuracy is... Like it's a little bit misleading, but this is one of the terms you might want to look at it. Well, um, per the 2019 FedEx St. Jude Invitational uh, at TBC Southwind, it's the fifth most penal golf course in the fairway. Basically, it's a half stroke penalty in order to hit out of the rough versus here. So, you know, keep that in mind um, when I think it who won. in uh, So Kepka won in 2019. So he's not an accurate hitter, but he actually finished 10th that week in driving accuracy. And JT also finished in the top 10 last year in driving accuracy. So I guess kind of keep that in mind. There's one guy I'm going to make an exception for, right, which we will talk about at the end of the show. Okay. Uh, so where's your head at, though, as far as what you've digested and, you know, you've cleared your head of all the alcohol and, you know, Dude, I'm, drinking, I'm drinking a gin and tonic right now. So I don't shake. You know what? I take that back. <laughs> so I don't shake. Right. You got to you got to level off, man. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, I don't even think it's so much accuracy. I do. I do think T to green is probably very important here from what I remember about the tournament. Full disclosure, um, I listened to you at one and a half speed, which uh, you sound hilarious at one and a half speed, by the way. Um, and I think I listened to the Mayo betting show. That was it. And the, yeah. even then, I, I half paid attention to the betting show. Well, you know what? That's a good thing because we wanted you to stop listening to so much crap. We want you to get back to your roots. Yeah, so. I know. I know. There I you know. go. Just listen to me and that's it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The um, Yeah, I mean, I think T to green is important. Um, I don't think scrambling is all that important. I mean, accuracy off the T is always important. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's just it's the same shit that I look at almost every week. I don't feel like there's anything that jumps out at me here. It's not like um, a course where I'm like, all right, well, listen, everybody's going to be missing the green, so you're going to have to be able to scramble. There's bunkers fucking everywhere. I think I have to be able to get out of the sand. Like, like you said, unless the weather report changes, this thing is going to be soft as puppy shit. So, well, I mean, it's we'll get to the weather report. I have one more question to ask you, though. So what do you think about the guys who just played last week in Tokyo? They're coming over here. <clears throat> I don't know. So I kind of feel like um like how I would about a major, like if it's somebody who is mentally stressed in contention, I'll probably avoid them. But other than that, like it's not like, listen, I say this about any, every other term. It's like, listen, these guys aren't flying fucking American, right? They're flying in some private jet. They have their they have their whole staff and nutritionist and to, to figure out how to get over jet lag and shit. They're not jammed in with the, the hordes, you know, the filthy masses. Uh, it's they're in a private jet 
they, they're, they'll be fine. I'm not worried about travel with them. So if they weren't mentally exhausted and they played over there, then I'm fine with using them. But guys like, um, like if Decky were like Decky, no, I'm not playing him this week. No, <laughs> like I feel like that, that's probably a lot of weight on his shoulders. Uh, even Paul Casey, like I don't know, like he, yeah. Uh, for the most part, I'm not factoring it in unless they were really in it. Okay, see, that's actually where the ownership is. It kind of seems like that's a pivot point. So of, of there's a a lot of people are gravitating towards guys who are going to come in fresh kind of like my perspective mm-hmm. versus the ownership is kind of lower on guys who played last week so why don't we guess get right to where the yeah, ownership, ownership is yeah, yeah so over ten thousand dollars the two most popular guys brooks kapka who's one year before jordan speed who doesn't really have a good track record here but he's just playing great yeah. um we'll talk about him in the ten thousand dollar range he's a guy actually spoiler like i really like a lot this week we'll talk about him uh morikawa has got 15 percent just because he's you know he's an accurate player yeah like that he fits his golf course dj's 15 percent uh just because he's won two times here he comes in fresh uh no one's on xander uh probably just fading the fact that he just won the gold yeah um and then this is a no cut this is a no cut event we should be on it's true that's true maybe the olympic gold is going to wake him up to bigger things so We'll see. And then Rory's like hanging around 12%. Uh, so moving on to the $9,000 range. The only guys who aren't popular is Bryson. We'll talk about him a lot tonight. And then Hideki, just because he came off, you know. I mean, like, th- like when you look at just statistically, Hideki doesn't measure up to everybody else in the $9,000 range. Um, and he's also going back from Tokyo. Uh, the, as far as guys are popular, Louis popular again, coming off the second 3M. Daniel Berger is getting a ton of steam this week. Is he? Uh, yeah, two-time winner of this event. He's getting picked a lot. Uh, I mean, his outright price is close to 20 to 1 this week. So, uh, and Scotty Shuffler is also popular this week. Um, you know, That's so we'll him too. Uh, $8,000 range. You know, I think it uh, looks like Abe Answer is the only guy above 15% so far. It's, it's he's, real, he's, he's 14.9, not technically above. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, so Fitzpatrick has a really good course history here. Webb has a good course history. He's, he's good on Bermuda. Answer's really accurate. Um, Connor's a good ball striker. Anytime the ball striker, you know, guys just always pop. $7,000 range. Co-crack is very popular at 19%. Harris English is a former winner here and won a couple weeks ago at 20%. Sergio at 16%. He's getting a lot of push this week. So those are the most popular guys in the $7,000 range. And then under $7,000, you got Chalk Burns, 14.4%, just because the devil you know. Mm-hmm. So Max Homa, same thing, devil you know, 116 Ryan Palmer. It's funny. John Rahm's on this field. How, how, can we pick, <laughs> how can we pick Palmer? And I like I hate playing Palmer on water courses. I don't know what course he hurt me at, but he hurt me somewhere where my brain immediately associates water hazards to Ryan Palmer. Okay, well, then you're avoiding him there. Uh, Stewart Sink, Luskis Glover, those guys are all 10%. So there's a couple of guys I like under seven that are not as popular that we can talk about a little later. Okay, all right. right. Well, uh, before we uh, start jumping into the tiers, uh, are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Come on, Florida, get your act together. Uh, we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and 
more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Go sign up today and receive a special offer of risk-free $500 sports bets. So download, bet, and win. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com to start winning today. Yeah, man. I would right. uh, I would really appreciate Florida to hurry the fuck up and give the the Indian organizations whatever the hell they're asking for and let me stop dealing with offshore books and random locals who don't hang up very good odds. I know. I mean, Winbet has a whole plethora of props right now. Meanwhile, you don't even have a single matchup prop, prop on I, your book. I know. Do you even know what the plethora means? Plethora means abundance. <sighs> no, you three amigos, man. No El Guapo. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I was. I was seeing if you. I seen if you. I had saw it. that. I. I haven't <laughs> seen that movie in probably thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> all right let's get why don't you break down the ten thousand dollar range first all right so the 10k range uh short range right we said we got maury uh xander brooksy uh spieth dj and rory so i i'm off of xander i mean look man the man just won a gold medal like really does he really give a fuck he's here for the payday and that's what it is like it, Christ, he must still be celebrating. Like winning a gold medal, short field or not, like man, what a what a fucking cool thing to have. You know what I mean? Like a gold medal. Yeah, he's. He, I don't think he's showing up. Brooks always a killer. Uh, likes to pay day. Likes these type of events where he beats everybody else. But I mean, look, I'm not gonna nitpick any of these guys. Like, I just like I like Spieth. He's playing well. I think maybe his course history here is probably because he used to be so wildly inaccurate off the fucking tee. He'd spray it everywhere. That's what we'd always say. And now he's not doing that. Like he's, he's good off the tee now. Um, and he still has everything else in his game going. Um, I don't like the fact that he's 20% owned. Um, but yeah, I like speed. I like DJ, man. He, he's got to win, right? I mean, he's got to win. Isn't it like he hasn't won yet this year and he's won every calendar year for however many years in a row. Well, he, he won the bone saw. Oh shit, he did. I don't think yeah. that counts. Does that count? Yeah, yeah, it counts. It's a win this year on the PGA though. Does he had a PGA win? No, and actually the PGA Tour is going to start banning people from playing the bone stock going forward. I know. Good, fine. It's a good thing. The um. Yeah, if the nickname's the bone saw, like forget about it. Like you shouldn't be going there. It's like playing like uh, I'm going to play the Gambino, uh, playing the Gambino Open this weekend. Like yeah, no I, gonna... I say the bone saw, like people know what I'm talking about. It's the Saudi International, right? Well, I know what you're talking about. I know, but no, maybe someone it. just randomly was like, "What the hell is you talking about?" Yeah, he's Googling, somebody's googling bone saw open. You <laughs> win the Tim the Toolman Taylor Classic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so man, I'm on. Uh, I'm on speed and DJ. I won't fault you at all for playing Brooks. I like Brooks a lot. I wish his number. I wish he wasn't the shortest on the board. I, I, I did want to bet him outright. I actually, just saw a really cool video. I know it was a couple of years ago, but um, obviously with the uh, St. Jude Classic again, um, him with that kid on the 18th, then talking in the press conference after. Like, dude, this is this, this is the week that always gets me, man. Like, it gets misty in my house all the fucking time watching this tournament with like the breaks and showing the kids and like the stories. Like, it is a, it is a bad allergy weekend uh, for the capper uh, watching watching this stuff, man. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm on those two. Um, and I guess if I got to fade anybody, like I'm just fading Rory uh, out of principle because uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> you got so mad when I shared that article. Oh, so mad. I so. know. Fake Irishman. You are never going to bet him again. 
Never. Unless although, he's hanging like 50 to one. Although, even though we were Texas over the weekend, and I was like, that is kind of a good number. He's only a couple strokes yeah. back. Yeah, <laughs> 11 to one. Didn't work out, but you know, it's yeah. fine. I had Xander. It didn't matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, so I'm, I'm going to say a couple things. Number one, uh, you may reference the Children's Hospital. I put a link in my article to go donate to them. I do it every year. You should go donate to Yeah, it's absolutely, guys. Cause. You know, yep. take some of your gambling winnings, take your DFS winnings, just get 50 bucks. They really appreciate it. They give you a nice phone call like later in the year, too, and they get yep. asked the questions and thank you. So definitely go do that. Uh, number two, let's talk about – so you're not as concerned about the travel stuff. I actually am. So okay. let me, let's me let think about the last couple of weeks for these guys. Okay. So they flew over, played the Open Championship. Then they had a week here. Then they flew over to Tokyo, had all the COVID restriction, played in 95 to 100 degree heat for four straight days, took an 18 hour flight all the way back to Memphis, has a couple days to recover. And then they play in the same 95 to 100 degree heat for four straight days. And they have a guaranteed paycheck. You get the FedEx Cup around the playoffs. Like, and I like I I sit here from like, yeah, like there are there a couple guys are going to bounce back. Sure. I don't know who they are. So I'm going to avoid them this week pre-tournament. I don't want to get wrapped up. Like, listen, I can look at Colin Morikawa stats and say he's awesome. I can look at Xander's stats and say he's awesome. But there's the unknown factor of fatigue, motivation, and just, like, how drained they are to get up for this thing. Yeah. So I can Listen, I can buy the argument. I'm just saying, like, I'm not – I'm really not putting that much weight into it. I'm not. But, yeah. I mean, I, I understand everything you say makes logical sense. So there's enough guys who did not play last week who I really like. And I don't really care if they're popular. And, and I guess, with, like, with the popularity this week, there's only 67 guys in the field. So, like, most of these, you know, DFS concerts going to be on most of the same guys. Like, 15% doesn't scare me as much as, like, a 15% like, a 150-player field just because. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's, like, more players to shoot and more people are, like, I know the percentage is the same, but like it just like when it's 150 players, there's so many players to choose from. Everybody grabs towards that. Like there's a lot of players to choose from that are really good here. So, I mean, the guys I like were the players I didn't play last week in the Olympics. <clears throat> I love Kapka. He's won here. The stats are really great. Uh, gained a ton of strokes off the tee. The iron play is really good. I'm fine with him. Love Jordan Speed this week. Like you mentioned, you know, he's finally in the net positive and strokes gain off the tee. And then he actually hit 67% of his fairways over at the Open Championship. Like, if that's really coming around, then the iron play is going to be really good. You know, he can putt his way to a nice finish here. And I, he's, he hasn't won a WGC, too. That's kind of yeah. strikes me as strange. And I had an article on Sunday about who tends to win these WGCs. They're the studs. They're the elites. Yeah. And I think the only guys who have not won a WGC and won a major was Russell Knox. So major winners tend to win this thing, too. Oh, wait, who did Russell Knox win? He won the, over in China in the middle. Oh, that one doesn't count, dude. That, that one doesn't well, count. I, okay, well, of the three stroke play events, everybody since 2014 is a major winner. So, although Shane That's Lowry crazy. technically didn't win a major until but he won, whatever. Doesn't matter. They're a major yeah, winner. He, he supports my argument. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. You get back. And then, anyways, I mean, I think DJ's kind of undervalued. Like, I don't care that he didn't play well at the 3M. He played well at the Open Championship. He's a two time winner here. And, like, with DJ, a lot of stuff can change over the course of a couple of weeks, especially when he's coming in pretty well rested. So, I like him. And then just listen, I, I had nothing bad to say about Morikawa. I got nothing saying about Xander. I got nothing even bad to say about Rory. Although Rory can't hit any clutch pots. That showed his ugly head uh, at the end there. Um, it just, I don't know what to expect for them. I don't know if the what we see on the set page is what we're going to get um, actually with their performance. 
Um, maybe they got top 10 upside, but I think their ceiling is limited. And I think the ceiling is much higher on Kepka, Spieth, and DJ this week. So those are my three guys. Okay. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. We're, we're in lockstep on that one. So all right, 9K range, homie. Go ahead. All right. I mean, continue with the same theme. I don't really want to get on JT this week. I don't want to get on Hovland this week, Hideki, or Casey either. So just for DFS purposes, they're out. I don't know what to expect for them. So let's talk about the guys who did not play last week. Um, I mean, it just at some point, it seems like Louie has to win, like just with how well he's been playing. And I remember, I think the last time I put an outright on Louie pre-tournament was at Bay Hill. And yeah, he would do right. an hour before the tier, yeah. the tea. But that actually, I, I think about that moment, and I remember how high I was on Louie, and I think my instincts were right. Like, I should have followed through on that. Like, he was playing really good and had playing great for six months after that. Yeah. So maybe this is the culmination. Like, he's got good horse history here. Like, he's accurate off the tee. He's hit his irons awesome lately, too. Yeah. Like, that's Amazing. one thing that, like, kind of, like, he was kind of putting, like, really well for most of the year, and now the ball striking's coming around for him. At some point, he's just got to win. So I like him. Um, I mean, everyone likes Daniel Berger. I got nothing to fault with him. I think he's a little too popular for DFS. I've tried. Can to I think. ask you why people are on Berger? Uh, he's, he's won twice here. I know, but this, that's it. That, I, that's it. And he's playing well. He's I mean, he play, finished. He's not playing that well. Didn't he top ten at the Open? Did he? Did he top ten the Open? He top ten the U.S. Open. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, so, I guess so he's playing. He's playing good. Um, I mean, he's great here. He's great on Bermuda. That's basically, I think, you know, he's gained over a stroke per round with his irons over his last 12 rounds. He's accurate out the box. Like he checks a lot. He's the, he's the one who checks the boxes this week. Gotcha. Um, I mean, Scotty Shuffler, I just, I, I think I'm just in the tank for this kid. He's going to win soon. Yeah. And I, the, I just, yeah, I, you I just told us, like, you just told me that stat. Like I, like we texted off there about, about him, uh, but now you just told me the stat that they're all been fucking major winners. Well, I mean, they eventually became major winners. <laughs> fair enough. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, well, the stat that I thought you were just going to uh, hit me over the head with was the one, the spreadsheet that we now do, just tracking who's in the mix heading to 50, like the final round. Yeah. So over the last two years, Scotty Shepard's been within five of the lead 13 times. And that's tied for second in this field with like Bryson, mm-hmm. uh, JT, um, Finau, which is a bad stigma. <laughs> but he's in the mix. Like yeah. that, that's, that's important for like for 90, 100 bucks. That's good. And like, I, I think with him, he's going to, you know, eventually break it down. The one guy I, I don't really like in $9,000 range. He didn't play last week. You know, everyone likes him this week is can't I'm not a fan of him this week. And okay. I, I went back and I tried thinking about like true Bermuda golf courses. What's his best finish. at one of those, so like, has he had like many top tens? And the answer is he's only got one top 10 at a true tee to green Bermuda golf course with Bermuda greens. And that was the T5 at Kapalua, which is a 30-person field. So that doesn't even really count. And then the truth of the matter is he doesn't play a lot of Bermuda. He tends to play a lot of POA and bent grass. And, yeah, that's funny. It's like, bluegrass. Did, did he even do the Florida swing this year? So he withdrew from concession. He missed the like, cut at the players. Missed, and that's not, well, that's not even Bermuda anymore. That's overseas. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. matched. So he does, like, the only, like, Bermuda ones he plays are Harbortown, which is overseeded when they play it. Mm-hmm. And he plays the Desert Classic out in uh, Palm Desert, which is overseeded, not Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Plays Poa, like, plays Bentgrass, plays all these non Bermuda golf courses. So I find, and if you look at just like, 
his actual strokes gain at true Bermuda, it's not that great. So I don't find I, I think it's he does he avoid those types of golf courses? I don't know. I, mean, I think his best finish here is like T15. Yeah. He's got like a couple of T30s in here, too. Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling Cantley this week. And then Deshambo, let's save him till the end. Yeah, OK. All right. Uh, so, I mean, so I'm kind of with you, man, like not for the particular reasons. I, I think JT, uh, it, it, it's, and look, it's kind of the same thing with Morikawa. If he can, if he putts, like he wins, like, holy shit. How bad was he with his fucking flat stick? Like unbelievably bad, like unbelievably bad. I mean, that's been a problem all year. I know. So, and so I feel like until I see that, like at least for DFS, maybe not outright, so if they hang a fucking stupid number, um, Hovland for me is fine still, just because he's he's a scorer for DFS. The the guy can score. But I'm with you, man. I love Louis this week. Um, I like Scotty this week. I'm never on Cantlay, so it's nice to hear that you're not on him. Um, and Bryson, I am. I think I'm on just because, like, I just look at the ownership and like, look, I know he's got to be accurate off the tee and he can get himself into fucking trouble. He's coming off of COVID. Six percent, ninety five hundred dollar Bryson. Like that's the the equivalent of just hanging a dumbass number, and I gotta play him just to play him. Yeah. Honestly, like I mean, that's kind of where I'm at on that. Like I don't know what I'm gonna get from him. Like I don't know how COVID affected him. I don't know if he, you know, I mean, we saw some guys who got affected, like Scotty Scheffler, and like other guys who didn't, you know. So, but six percent, Bryson. Like I know he hasn't been in great form recently, and I I made the joke that Aaron Rodgers looked better than him in the match. Um, but I mean, that's not really a joke. It's true. It was true. You know, like I mean, whatever he was blah at the open, at both opens really. Uh, I mean, in well, reality, no, he he was leading the U.S. Open and then blew it, blew it up. Yeah. That's that's a very important piece of content. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It was not blah. It was, he should have won the U.S. Open. I don't think he should have though, because that's. <laughs> I don't think he should have because I mean, look, I mean, he he was losing control before that blow up hole. He lost the lead before that blow up hole. The he blow was up tie for lead, stand on a par five. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that he should have won, won the U.S. Open. Either way, well, he's got. Two top twenties in his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven events. Like it's not great, but I mean Bryson does this though. Like he goes through big fouls, and then all of a sudden he wins. Like he did that before Bay Hill this year. Like he was really bad Genesis, and all of a sudden he went to yeah, Bay Hill. Yeah, and won. yeah. Look, I mean, look, I told he you, did it Wingfoot last year. So, well, I, I, so yeah. the, the Wingfoot thing, whatever. He had a great Sunday. Like he, you know what I mean? Like he had a he had an amazing Sunday when everybody else did. All right, so I did. Like he he did. But it's not like he went out from he was second heading into the final round. Okay, but I'm saying it's not like like everybody says he dominated that course. Like he was right. He was right within two or three strokes of you know five or six, maybe even seven or eight players going into Sunday, and then he just fucking destroyed the course. Right? Yeah. yeah. He was like he was two back a wolf. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. So like he wasn't like. He, 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 everybody says like he destroyed the course. I'm like, it really okay. was just one round. You know what I'm saying? It was one round where he just really. I mean, he, Friday was really impressive too. Fine. But whatever. We're not going to argue about this. Yeah, that's fine. So anyway, him, uh, if I'm fading anybody, uh, I guess, I guess a decade just because of the, uh, the stress that poor dude must've been under in his home country in a playoff and lost it. You know, that guy takes that shit very seriously. So yeah, I'm going to fade him. So, uh, well, listen, before before we move on to uh, the 8K range, uh, we're brought to you by PropSwap, uh, num- America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make your season 
<laughs> the best ever. Uh, with PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. For example, the Atlanta Falcons are an 80-1 to to win the Super Bowl and have one of the easiest strength of schedules in the league. If you think they'll get off to a hot stat, make that 80-1 to bet before the season and then sell it for a big profit after only a couple of weeks. The average seller on PropSwap makes over 500 bucks a month just listing and selling tickets. And remember, when you're making your bets, remember to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. So go get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Uh, football, man. The Giants are having fun, huh? Beating oh, yeah. Out, beating the shit out of each other at practice. You know what? Listen, this is just like remember the Titans, and then they took her little fun run to Gettysburg, and then they you know, sang Kumbaya, and then they went undefeated. Yeah, That's what's going to happen this year. You know, Daniel Jones is going to be sunshine. You know, let's go. At least, at least reports coming out of my camp is Cam is winning the fucking starting quarterback battle. It makes me want to fucking kill myself. Well, you know, I'm glad that we're both in the same boat of misery. Yeah. Well, no, no question about yeah. that. So yeah. Mac, thank, Mac. thank God golf continues to the fall guys. <laughs> thank God is correct. Yes. Thank God. All right. $8,000. Oh, shit. I guess it's me. $8,000 range. Shortest range, like always. I feel like I need to expand this a little bit. So you got a uh, top five, Tony, who's in awful form. Uh, 8,900. Uh, like you said, Fitzy is 88. Uh, Patrick Reed's 87. Seems underpriced. I mean, but I feel like it's just the name. I don't know. Lowry, who uh, really disappointed me this weekend. Uh, 8,600. Webb, 85. Neiman, 84. Answer, 83. Smith, 82. Connors, 81. And Flaccid Fleetwood back on American soil. Thank you, no. Um, so. I think the easiest thing for me to do in this range, and based on my bills, I'm really not hitting this range a lot. Um, I'm going to fade Webman. I've been fading Webb, and I know it's actually true Bermuda, so it's a little scary. Um, and he didn't play last week. I don't know, man. I just feel like there's something off with him. I, mean, I still, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any reason to to change my mind on that. I don't know what he's done in the past couple of weeks, but um, yeah, I'm just going to fade him. Like, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm just going to fade him. And in this range, I. Like Connors, right? He's a ball striker. Like, you know, he did just come. He's coming back from Tokyo, but he was never really in it. Um, I guess answer. Something named. Yeah, it's because I really this man. Like, I, I don't know. I always feel like I skip this range a lot. It's always just based on my builds, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine fading Webb, and I'm fine with Neiman. Actually, you know what? Fuck that. I'm fine with Neiman, answer or Connors. Um, and I'm fading Webb. You might be able to talk me into Reed. Um, but he's coming back from Tokyo, too. And I don't know. Yeah, this this range is kind of mucky to me. Right? It's kind of, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to talk you into Reed. Like, uh, his performance on Bermuda historically has been great. Performance here has been very good. He's coming back from Tokyo. Um, I, I had a, I think we both had kind of a love affair for through the summer with Reed. Just pressing a bunch of outrights with him and I, I, I think i'm gonna pass at this point um i mean I, I like fitzpatrick i don't care if it's popular he's great here he's a good fit for the golf course keeps the ball in plays great putt on bermuda that's good enough for me i disagree with that. i actually am on web and he showed a little bit of form of the open after a couple weeks off and he said a couple weeks off since then i think he's grounded back into the form after the neck injury i think he's on the upswing mm. so I like him, and then I had a decision between Answer and Neiman, and I think just because of the popularity, 
I'm going to go with Neiman. And a lot of people think, and like, I think I, I'm guilty of this, of assuming that Neiman just can only do well at Bentgrass golf courses. But two of his best finishes this year came at Kapalua, full Bermuda, and Wiley, full Bermuda. So he can clearly do it there. Okay. So he's improved as a putter. He's a good iron player. I mean, he's a little erratic off the tee, but I don't know. I mean, I did see Kepka you know, who's erratic off the tee sometimes hold together for a decent finish. If Neiman finishes top 12 here, I'm pretty happy at his price and his popularity. So those are my three. And then, I mean, I know he's not popular and everybody's kind of piling on him, but I mean, kind of like how I talk about with can't like Tony Fina at Bermuda golf course is just never mixed. Like he's done well at the, at the Northern strain golf courses are overseeded. And anytime he's gone to pure Bermuda golf courses with Bermuda greens, it hasn't gone long for him. I don't think he's going to fix his ales this week. Uh, so I'm off him. Okay. All right. You want to move down to 7,000 arm range? Let's do it. All right. So we got, I'm not going to go through everybody. So I guess no, I'm hell no. like, yeah. um, man, I am so chalky tonight. <laughs> it's hard. I'm just going to keep it's a WGC. Harris. I'm going to keep riding the Harris English train. I don't care. Like, he just checks a lot of boxes. He's accurate. Like, he's back to what he was in 2020. He shook off whatever funk he was in at the beginning of the year. Like, I mean, the fact he finished, you know, top tens of both the PGA and the U.S. Open. He's won recently. He's won here. That's fine for me. Uh, I don't mind Brian Harmon. His course history here is not very good, but I think he's just a better. I do. Well, he's a lefty like me. I was and, that. I'm like, I was like, why the fuck does he always talk about having? I'm like, oh yeah, he's a lefty. Uh, I mean, like he keeps in the fairway, he's hitting his irons a little better too. Um, you know, he's just playing well. I don't mind him. Uh, I mean, everyone's on Sergio this week. I, I don't hate that play. That's just terrible. Because, why is everybody on Sergio this week? That ter- not terrible. It's terrible. Because I think it's, I think it's because he's decent on Bermuda. Like he's an abysmal putter, but on Bermuda he's not awful. I think people are trying to think Sanderson to this place, and he just won there. I don't hate the play. I got a funny feeling Poulter's going to do well this week, too. This kind of seems like a Poulter golf course. Okay. It's like, I mean, everything's kind of ugly about him, but, like, he keeps the ball in play. You know, he's he has an okay history here. He's been decent at, like, Bermuda golf courses, too. I don't mind that. I think the only guy I'm off is Terrell Hatton. I, I think yeah. just – I think the stats are lying. Like, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of stats. Like, they, they look good for him, but I think there's a lot of old data associated with it. And there's a lot of events that aren't captured with strokes gain. Like, I know the open stuff isn't in here. Uh, I Like, the only good finish he's had recently was a second at Palmetto, but that was a garbage field. Other than that, I don't think he has any top 20s. So, and I think he's, what, 15% owned? I, I, yeah, I'm i not feeling so much. Yeah, I'm going to be off. He's not very, he hasn't had a very good history of this event either. So, pass. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm fine with that, and uh, yeah, man, a, a member of the, uh, the the Capper family, it's uh, it's tough, but he's he's been on the shelf for me. Uh, I guess is I mean I played him at the Open, I still didn't feel good about it, but I had to do it just in case. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I did that, but I'm like you, man. Uh, I'm I'm pretty chalky, and so you I see the ownership of Sergio, and I already have a bet on him. I hate the fact that everybody's on him. I just know that he should have won the tournament two tournaments ago if he could have. He he was like crushing it, tee to green, and he lost like seven strokes putting. Was that the three M? Yeah, the three M. Fuck it. So he just did Sergio stuff. Yeah, he just Sergio stuff. Yeah, Yeah. so that so man, that good off tee to green on a course like this, like. I had to grab an outright on him, um, and I'm fine with him in DFS. Um, 
Yeah, I'm with you on English. Like, yeah, let me whatever top fifty at the Open first and a third and a top fifteen prior to that. Like, yeah, he's uh he's a good golfer. As gooberish as he looks, like the dude is a good golfer. Uh, How many times in the last two years has been within five of the lead or the final round? No, is this a live? You sent me this thing once. Is it live? Is it just a living, breathing? It's a living, breathing document. Okay, so eleven times. It's one of the highest in the field. He's he's That's been nice. in the mix a lot, and it's a good mix of like bad events and really good events. It's his number. He's, he's a good player. Yeah. Look, I have to see what his numbers at. Um, because I like him this week. Uh, yeah, and then I like Billy Horschel. <laughs> it it look. It is no. There's no scientific reason behind it. Uh, I, I just think he plays well at this type of golf course. He's a Florida kid. Uh, grew up on Bermuda. Like the water's not going to scare him. And listen, man, he's seventy one hundred dollars at a no cut event. He can't go blind like lights out with his putter. He's sub ten percent. He, like he's made twenty out of the past twenty four cuts. Like whatever. Like I'm taking him for scoring um, in a nice pivot point at seventy one hundred. I, I don't want anything to do with Leishman coming back. Um, I don't want anything to do with Rose. I like Poulter as well. Uh, I mean. I do. I like Paulter. I mean, look at him. I mean, great results. Um, and uh, it's it's Ryder Cup season, man. He's he's tuning up for so uh, so he can uh, he can win he can win it for you for Europe. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think for you actually, buddy. <laughs> no, that's not it. This yeah. is not happening. This is not happening. Don't worry, I'm I'll not. bring Washington to bed and Team Europe so, plus one. Do you know what they are? They're they're. I saw plus one seventy on Europe actually. Give shit. No, you don't. It's, it's yeah. You bet bet the number, baby. I'll bet matchups. That's fine. But all right. I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't bring myself to, to do that. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess we're pretty much on the same page in that. Mm-hmm. We've been yeah. kind of on the same page a lot tonight, which is kind yeah. of scary. Yeah. For you. Okay. I've been on a fucking cold streak. The, uh, yeah, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll lift you up, buddy. <laughs> I hope so. I could use it. Rising, <laughs> rising tide lifts all ships. Exactly. Um, all right. So before we dump into the six K range, uh, do you, do you want to do this one? Oh, uh, let me pull did, it up. Did I did I jump it? Did I jump it? We can go to the no. I, I let, no. Let me do it since I did so well last night. And, yeah, uh, just, and, yeah. And I and I'm the much bigger soccer fan than you anyway. So uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think it's only appropriate for me to talk about Paramount Plus and all the great soccer offerings they got. So this is the summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. You can stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart-pounding drama from CBS Sports, including UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Premier Division, the Brazilian Soccer League, the NWSL, the Asian Fo- Football Confederation, and the CONCACAF qualifiers featuring for the stars and the u.s and mexican men's national teams plus much more it's the best of a beautiful game with all the beautiful names like messi mbappe ronaldo rapino and pulisic be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made the world's game lives here on paramount plus visit paramountplus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live fucking beautiful sir well done thank you well done i mean that is that is a professional read I well, it's, I, I read that three times last night, so I better have uh, nailed it by now. <laughs> I love how well, pre-show, I'm like, oh, you're like, I want you to go read that Paramount Plus thing. I was like, oh, no, is that that soccer one you read? I was like, you're doing that one. I can't do that one. <laughs> Butcher it's it. Actually, actually it, it, it's a very good offering for uh, if you're oh, a big it, soccer fan, you should definitely. Yeah, it seems, it seems like it's like the Sunday ticket for soccer, basically, right? Hell yeah. Right? Yeah, you like, get everything around the world. Just See, that's how they got to sell it. Hey, this is the Sunday ticket for golf. 
maybe they I mean, maybe they get, maybe they get an NFL Sunday ticket. I mean, that's up for bid next year. Oh, dude, please. Because I had direct TV for over, I mean, Christ, when I like, I guess 15, 16 years, 17 years, something like that, just for the Sunday ticket. And I finally cut the cord and now I stream it and it's a fucking nightmare. So how do you, how do you stream it? Just illegally? Illegally. <laughs> okay. Well, I do it legally. So <laughs> I tried to get Sunday ticket. I tried to get direct TV uh, when we bought our house eight years ago. And we have a bunch of trees uh, on our property. So we have no line of sight. But what they do for that is yeah, they have a site. Yeah. They just want your money. The latest stream it. So uh, oh, I have I sweet. have an account. And, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you I'll, I'll chop it with you. I'll get your login unless you already no, do that no, with Jay or somebody. But they're smart, though, in that there's only one login allowed at a time. Nah, because so, we use we use my buddy's sisters all the time. Okay. Oh, it's three devices. It, it doesn't work for me. So I've tried it before. It says you need to log out of your other account in order to use this. this. I'll fix Sorry, it for buddy. You. You're, you're out of luck. Right. I'll fix. I'll fix it for you. What are you no. afraid? DirecTV is going to come. There's no fix take it from you. There is. We use. We use my buddy's sisters. That's how we we use it at his house. All right. I'm telling you, it doesn't work for mine. All right. Why don't we move on under, under seven k? Okay. Fair enough. All right. So we're 7K. not going to discuss how to steal Sunday ticket on a, a <laughs> podcast, buddy. All right. Fine. Whatever. The uh, anybody listening, this isn't turning us in anyway. The, yeah. This is for entertainment purposes only. The, like we're we're not yeah. actually discussing a crime. Yeah. Exactly. This is both gambling or air quotes gambling uh, in states that don't allow it. Um, all right. So the CCA range is chock full of fucking talent, man. Like it really is. It's it's so funny to see. Uh, this is this is what always cracks me up about these type of events. Um, so I really like. So I'm definitely. Cebu uh, um, still on still on the shelf. I mean, regretfully. And yeah, I mean, Palmer. Like I said, I I, I think I'm going to do some research. I have to figure out where he hurt me because I really just associate his name with water ball. Like, I don't know if that was just the one thing, like a one tournament thing where he really burned me or if that's an actual thing. Uh, I'm on burns. God, what are you going to say? Uh, was it the Honda? Oh, maybe Maybe the Honda. Was he in the mix? And I think he blew it. I think that's right in there. Uh, okay. That's probably right. Yeah, that's probably right. I like burns, man. Whatever, man. Six, uh, whatever. 6,900. He's a little squirrely off the tee sometimes, but. I mean, to the kids, whatever, 6,900. It's a no-cut event. I'm not worried about him blowing up on a on a Thursday and withdrawing like he did at the PGA. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know what's really funny? You know who I actually really like, and he's 6K? Is Herman. Jim Herman. Damn it! That was, that was going to be my guy. Oh, is it? Okay. So, yeah, yeah Herman Air is playing good. He's playing great, man. They're fucking four, four top, top 30s, 30s in, in a row. I know. Uh, it's oh, six K. It's gonna be a T sixty five now that we just said that. Like, you I know, know. jinxed it. But he's not even getting any ownership. He's only like four percent. That's a lot for six K. Yeah, a lot I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That, was, that's gotta be the most ownership Jim Herman has ever had. <laughs> you're probably right. What was that tournament he fucking stole from us? Yeah, the uh, window. We were both on Billy Horschel. That's that's it. That's yeah, the one. Billy Horschel fucking blew it. I know. Oh my god. That that was our first show and I think we both were on Horschel. I'm like, we just debuted our show. We just gave yeah. out Horschel. Horschel. We're gonna be fucking gods. And then nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. 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 And then uh whatever. Aaron Rye's good, man. Like he's gonna like whatever. He's he's fine. He's playing well. Sixty three hundred. It, it's definitely the lower stuff for me, other than Burns. Um I'm fine with Kisner. He's actually been playing all right too. I I'm usually the anti Kisner. Um but yeah, I'm f- I'm fine with kids this week as well. Okay, I mean honestly, the only guy I really like down there is Kisner. 
Um, yep. I mean, it fits a lot of my builds. He's playing good lately. He's on Bermuda. I yeah. uh, hits a pretty accurate. It's fine. I mean, it, it's cute to like Herman. I guess if you're someone who really is doing like you know stars and like a big scrub at the bottom, you get. Yeah. I mean, listen, it is no cut. If he finishes 38th, that beats his price point technically. All right, so, all right, so tell me if you like this. So Fine. you stat you stat with Brooks, Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, and then Herman, and then you have a little money to play with in the 7K range. Fine, go for it. See, see, that's why Herman's that's important, happening. right? You know what I'm saying? Look who you get up top because of it. Like, right. and then I, I like I like seven. that. Okay. Exactly. Fine, but yeah, I mean, I like Herman. I want to go the. I want to go to the big shot, Bob. He's got to prove he can do it on one of these things. Like, no, man. What's like, like one of the, like one of these like American golf courses, like not a major, not any of those other ones, like like PGA tour setups. And just for whatever reason, it just hasn't happened for him. So until he does, I, I, I can't play him over here. OK, All right. I'm with you. That's it. All right. What's your big shot, homie? You said wait for later, so I'm assuming it's a uh, thick boy. It's not thick boy. Okay. No, it's it's who I just talked about earlier. Like I think what Canley's got 16, 17 percent ownership. I've heard his name bad around a lot. Yep. I, listen, I'm just going with the trends. One top ten at a full Bermuda golf course in his career, and that was a T5 at a 30 man event. That's basically like 20th if it was like <laughs> 120 players. So. Yeah, I, I just listen. He's a good player. I I have to think there's something to the fact he just doesn't play Bermuda. Yeah, like, dude, it just doesn't it like sucks. It. it sucks to yeah. play on. It's yeah, fucking so, it's maddening. Yeah, so I think Cantley's gonna finish outside the top twenty-five. I, I don't think I don't have high hopes for him. So that means like most of the matchups is gonna, you know, dump out eyes, not cash in a positional problem, obviously not winning. Right. So and for DFS, if he's finishes twenty fifth and he's ninety three hundred bucks, you're gonna be pretty disappointed. So yeah, Patch Cantlay, big short. All right, serial killer, big short with his stupid go. tongue and his stupid putting routine and everything else. Those those feet, uh, they just make me insane. Um. Yeah, yeah, you like Billy Horschel. I, I don't like Billy Horschel. Well, like Billy Horschel this week, though. Yeah, that's fine, but it's not like I actively root for Billy Horschel. Um, all right. All right. Well, listen, before we get into uh, the betting card, uh, make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a free 25 bucks. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. So go download the app today and sign up at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, listen, the SGPN is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks, podcasts, and don't forget to go leave a review. Tell your friends, spread the word. Um, yeah, I know uh, I know the, the boys on the mothership are they're doing a big football contest that you can only go through the app, man. So make sure you guys go download it, man. Download yep, it. Absolutely. It's, it's a great app. It's a, it really is a good crisp, app. And uh, yep. you got everything you need right uh, at the you know tip of your fingers. Yep. Absolutely. All right, All right man. So that. All right. So I got a first round leader lean. All right. Like so it. it's hard to do first round leaders just because this was a traditional PG tour event with AMT times and PMT times. Now it's all WGC and all the T times are condensed within a two hour window. So looking at times doesn't help. Okay. But for the last five years, someone, the first round leader has started on one or at least had a share of it. And, it, and like the frequency. So you had Kepka last year start on Start on one. Rom started on 10 in 2019. Yeah. Your boy Seamus Power was first round leader in 2018. He started on one. I still can't believe I missed that win. <laughs> I know. That's too bad. 
We're all we're we're so focused on the open, and then I know so bad. Yeah, it went that week. Uh, Twenty seventeen, we had a four way uh, first on leader between Ooh. Stewart Singer started on ten, but Matt Every, Scott Brown, and Sebastian Munoz started on one, okay. and then twenty sixteen. Check out these names for a first round leader. Okay, John Stephanie, Jesus Christ, Tom Hoagie, and Sung You'll Know. Oh man, all Dude. started on one. They all must have been like twelve fifty, two thousand. Yeah. Like it must have been awesome. Yeah, just your big, right in your zone, your comfort zone. That's right, absolutely. So I guess with the trends, it's starting on one for a first right. and leader. So well, yeah. I already, got, I already got some down. I'll have to see how many of those guys are actually starting on one. I'll probably add. I got uh, Ortiz at seven hundred, Usti two fifty, Connors because I have to three fifty, Spieth. At 200, and then Billy Horschel at 600. Oh, hold on. Let, why don't we go through? I got the uh, tea times. All right, so Ortiz. Yep. Starting on one. Nice. Usti. Starting on 10. Okay. Connors. I'm one. All right. Spieth. Starting on 10. All right. Billy Ho. I'm one. All right. So three, All right, three, there of, the, you go. three of the five. So I'll probably add uh, five more. We're starting on okay. one. Yeah, there's there's a couple of good guys like Harrison who's starting on one. Yeah, Morikawa. Like Morikawa is someone who like kind of lets you his, know if they have it. That number so goddamn short though. For first round leader, man. Like I know, but and then you end up getting a chop. You end up losing money somehow. It's fucking. You know, who's starting on one. Hmm. Jane Lowry. Hmm. There you go. Go back yeah. to that well. Yeah. Real Irishman. It's true. He is the true Irishman. Yeah. All right. Why don't we get to the rest of the card? Do you have any top twenty props? No. I don't either. The market sucks. <laughs> sucks. Sucks. Yeah, I don't want to pay like plus two twenty five for like Max Homer or something. No, that that, that stinks. It's terrible. So let's move on. How about yeah. top tens? Uh, top tens. I got some interesting ones. Okay, so I only have one, um, and I, I it's moved. I got it at one seventy five. I think it's not a one fifty now. Uh, it was Usti top ten. Okay. All right. I got. Um, I found a DJ plus one seventy five top ten. What? I like. I like that a lot. Fuck. Yeah, was mine that? was a little more generous, and but it's de- it's got dead heats, but I, right. I just like I, I oh I get one twenty like a w, like a WGC DJ at a good golf course he's good at just yeah. I'm not gonna overthink this one. Yeah, okay, so, I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm really high Matthew Fitzpatrick this week. This is his type of golf course. He's done really well here. I got him top ten plus two fifty. So nice I'm down with him on that. Uh, Webb Simpson, I think, is on the upswing. Uh, I can get a top ten in plus two seventy five. Again, this is one of his types of golf courses that fits him. Bermuda, you got to keep in the fairway. His irons have been improving. He's a good putter on Bermuda, so that's fine. And I, I this is an outlier. I got Harris English top 10 to plus 400. I did want to go with the outright just because. Do I think Harris English is going to really win a WGC? I don't think so. But mm, top sure. 10 to plus 400? Yeah, I can, I can sign me up. All right, that's fine. So I found a, the only top 20. I was actually just I happened to scroll through by accident uh, when I was looking for something else and it jumped out at me. Sergio plus one fifty for a top ten for a top twenty. Yeah, the top twenties are garbage this week. But, but mine doesn't dead heat. I don't know. Whatever. Like, I'm not like saying plus one fifty for a top twenty on Sergio who can oh, yeah. lose a billion strokes putting. Five, five, no, no. Listen, listen. This this is your gut. <laughs> you want to go bet it? Go Boy. for it. I'm just I'm just saying like I. You should just bet, just bet Sergio top ten at that point. I already have an outright. <laughs> All right, spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, how about matchups? Well, you don't have. I don't any. have any. Okay. 
I don't have any. I'll, I'll post. I'll post mine to Twitter and Slack. So I'll let you. Okay. I'll let you go through those. All right. Well, I may mention earlier. I don't really like Hatton this week. Well, actually, one thing I want to mention. It, it, I think the books are kind of on to what I wanted to do. Um, so they paired all the guys who are coming in fresh and didn't play last week together, and they paired all the guys who are played last week together in the matchups. Very smart. Because I think you probably had someone like me pound like all the fresh guys against all the guys who played from Tokyo. Whatever. So um, I may mention I don't like Terrell Hatton. I think he's crashed back to earth. I don't really like what I'm seeing. I can get Harris English minus 115 over Terrell Hatton. I get Matthew Fitzpatrick minus 115 over Terrell Hatton. I like both of those. Yep. I like both those too. I got on both. And then like just continuing, I like Webb Simpson a lot this week. I'm not a fan of Tony Finau, especially on Bermuda. I got minus one. I got Webb minus one twenty-five over Finau. And then come to think of it, as I've been talking through the Cantlay stuff, I'm gonna try and see if I can get a matchup over Cantlay this week. I'll, I'll go looking for one, but I, I I feel pretty strongly about my read about Cantlay. I, I think there's something to the fact he doesn't play in Bermuda. All right, how about outrights? Uh, so I got six. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So what, what uh, happened to kind of limit in for, so, uh, sort of save your bullets? Yeah, man, whatever. Um, <laughs> the, um, so, so if you bet on everybody, you eventually win. Yeah, but that's not it. So it's, it's four and then it's, and then I added two later today. Um, so I got Spieth at 18, Usti at 22, DJ at 20, Scotty at 38, which I'm now regretting. Uh, but then I took, I only put a little tiny bit on Burns and a little tiny bit on Sergio. So, yeah. so. all right. I, you know, I, that's FOMO best for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, we get, we ran through those guys. Um, I, I think speed like, like, and I, and I talked about this yesterday, just the types of guys who win WGCs. I'll, I'll reiterate the stats again. 18 of the last 21 have been at least 40 to 1 or better. 15 of the last 21 have been 31 or better. 9 of the last 21 have been under 20 to 1. Everybody on the list has our major winners, although technically you can pick that part because Sadaki hadn't won a major and Shane Lowry hadn't won a major, whatever. But they're major winners. Correct. So basically, but the whole point is. The studs and the elites are going to win. And even if someone hasn't won a major tech, you know who the studs are. Right. And that's what I bet this week. So Jordan Spieth, like, he's playing great. He's driving the ball well. He said his iron's awesome. Like, yeah, do I see, like, in my head of that giant Wikipedia chart of all the WGC winners, he pops up? Sure. I'm good with that. Yep. I agree with Louis. I just think that you play so well for so long. I think it's I, I think it's starting to piss him off. I think you may mention that last week. I did, yeah. Starting to piss him off that he's just not gonna done. I I, I don't mind the number. I got him at twenty five to one. Do it's come down to twenty two, yeah. that's fine. I, I think I think he's due. Yeah. Um I wanna be on the Scotty Scheffler outright when it hits. Okay. I'm fine with going in. I mean, he's just playing great, and I don't care if he hasn't won yet. He's been okay. so close. He's been in the mix so many times. I gave that stat or that he in the last two years, he's been winning five of the lead thirteen times. That's a huge clip. And he plays so I, really well at like tough, like heavy events, like with like it, great players. Yeah, it's not like he's doing this at like the like 
you know, the Greenbrier. Like, right, correct. Sand, right. Like those, it's like WGCs, it's majors, majors. it's a memorial. It's, exactly. It's good tournaments. Yep. Now we're going to talk about Bryson. Okay. So I hate Bryson for this golf course. I just, mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Like, it's, what have, what have all the quote-unquote pundits and golf course experts like me been saying all week? Well, you got to keep in the fairway, and, you know, there's a penalty for hitting in the rough. And Bryson doesn't have a good course history here. I, I know all that. But he's 30 to 1. I've seen a 35 to 1 on another book on him. That's, that's insane. <sighs> and, like, who are we? Dudes who sit behind a laptop with a spreadsheet that look at Google Earth images and like never even play this golf course. To even just judge of like a guy who's infinitely more talented at golf than we are that he can't win at this place. And I like I I guess I can spin. Let me try and make a case for Bryson this week. Come on, do it, because 30 to 1 means something. So there have been multiple times. Over last year, where I've looked at Bryce and I'm like, I don't like it for this golf course. And he's kind of kicked me in the teeth a couple of times. Wingfoot is a great example. What did we say all week? We got to keep it in the fairway. Well, he ended up, you know, he ended up winning by running away with it. No one could hit the fairway that week. And it just, it didn't matter. Like, let's say about Bay Hill. You know, I kind of look at TBC Southwind. I see a lot of Bay Hill in this place, too. It's like kind of narrow fairways, a lot of dog lights you can cut off. Thick, penal, rough that you got to keep in the fairway. He's always good at Bay Hill. Like, I don't see why he can't be good at this place either. Like, if he's just driving the ball really well and hitting his iron's good. He, we know he's really good putting on Bermuda. Yeah. Um, as far as the COVID thing, like, he probably was just locked. He, maybe he was just locked up in his house on the simulator the whole time, just working out. Maybe he's coming fresh. He's feeling good. Did he good. fix his wedges on that simulator? Maybe he fixed the wedges. <laughs> maybe he had nothing else to do. Fuck. Maybe, maybe he can't hit driver in the house, so he has to hit wedges. I don't know. The point is, we don't know like what he's coming with the COVID. And I know with Bryson that he, he comes off. He's really hot and cold. Like, he'll be really cold for a while, and then he'll just win. Like, he'll come back after a couple weeks off and just fix it. So I'm just going to bet him 30 to 1 to win it. Okay. Like, yeah, like, Bryson DeChambeau is the big baddie who wins these types of things. He's got a lot of win equity. Like, he's the same outright price as, like, Joaquin Neiman, like, yeah, Harris. Fucking, that's fucking that, Like, that's, no. That's really dumb. Yeah. So I'm just going to bet Bryson. That's the only thing I'm going to do on him this week. I'm not using him in DFS. I'm not going to use him in a matchup. Like, just 30 to 1, set and forget it. Like, I'm going to be kicking myself if he ends up, like, in the mix on Sunday, and I didn't bet that number. So that's the bet. And then I'll wait and see on how the guys come back from Tokyo are doing. And then I got a couple of live bets I can probably, you know, throw out. uh, Always. Always. Live live bets are where it's at, baby. All right. Nothing nothing says light my money on fire faster than, ooh, I got a good feeling. Oh, bogey. Great. That was fun. Yeah. Although I did like live bet. I did like live bet in the holes. Mm-hmm. That, so can be really, that can be really dangerous, though. Oh, it's super dangerous. That's why I like it. <laughs> I uh, I took a bath on uh, at the open on the first hole with Rory. Mm-hmm. I just need him to par, and I played like I think like minus one eighty on it, Oof. and he three putted from thirty feet. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's enough to get you get get you off him for a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, well, uh, anything else, man? Is that it? No, that's it. Um, All right, wrap it up. 
All right. Well, listen, you guys uh, know where to find Steve. Go check out all his articles over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. He's got the link in there for St. Jude's. Uh, don't be an asshole. Go to kids who, who need it. They need it more than you and your extra you know, $10 DFS lineup or another $10 first leader, man. Go give 50 bucks to uh, to kids who need it. Um, and, yeah, listen, uh, other than that, you can find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. Come hang out with our Slack family channel, um, uh, which is always in Steve's article as well. Other than that, uh, it's a short field, but... But uh, listen, it's still better than the Olympics, so uh, let's go break them fucking books.